Hello, and welcome back to another episode of All Mom No Pros. My name is Rayla. My name is Katie. And today we're talking bad habits. We all got them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think being aware is the, one of the biggest things, you know, because yes. if you don't realize that you have a bad habit, especially if everybody else realizes that it's a bad habit and mm -hmm. you are the only naive one around, um, yeah, how, how do you go about fixing that? And, you know, once you do realize that, how do you go about um, – not only fixing it, but not like beating yourself up about, you know, like, oh, damn, this is the way that I've been, right? Yes. You know, so um, you always have room to change and you always mm -hmm. have room to grow. And I feel like it's a, a daily decision that we have to make for ourselves, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> even though it's it's very hard. There are a lot of, a lot of factors well, in the, the game of life. The first step is admitting chip from, right? Like yeah. They teach you that and all aspects of life and recognizing that you have one is well first of all it's very healthy yes because everybody has bad habits and nobody's perfect and you know some bad habits are worse than others yes just you know baby steps start with the things that are easy mm -hmm. and uh or at least the things you recognize right <laughs> um and then from there you'll probably recognize a few things but there's nothing wrong with having bad habits no. um, you know, everybody has them and it's, some of them are not that bad. Yeah. We we tend to kind of make them out to be, you know, oh, we way bigger. Catastrophize you, things. Yes. And, um, you're, you're not, you're not a bad person because right. you have a bad habit. So at least, especially if you're recognizing it, I mean, yeah. kudos. Cause that's not, that is very hard. Yeah. Cause you don't really admit to yourself that you've done anything wrong or and, that you have a problem. Right. And realizing that your your habits and the things that you do on a daily basis, you know, like they are what your your family sees, what your children see, and you know, like it or not, you know, like they are modeling themselves after us, after the people that they look up to, and if we don't catch on to these things, you know, like what is this going to, you know, like cost us with our kids, you know, like. Well, what kind of lesson? From, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we don't, if we don't start making changes now, like, what is this going to look like on them a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now? You know, I mean, yeah. it's um, but but yeah, being aware of it is is the yeah. first thing. Well, Mike, so I have um, so I'm gonna jump off if that's okay. So I have one that it's not um, it's. It's a bad habit, and but it's not necessarily like the worst of habits. So, um, so I tend to spoil my kid. That's a lot of people do that. The bad habit is that pretty much if I leave the house, I'm coming home with something, and it could be something little as like a dollar Hot Wheel from the grocery store, or something big because I just came across something big and I'm like, oh my god, it's on sale, or I've been wanting to get this, and at the surface level, I'm like, well, that, there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's just like, you know, she had a bad day or I just, I, she's going to love this. It's going to make her smile. And what I've realized is that pretty much now every time I say, hey, I'm going to go to the store or mommy's going to go here, it's, oh, I want this or I want that or bring me this or bring me that. And it's not bratty or anything. It's just, I've taught her that. I've taught her that mommy comes home with stuff. And, um, it's not necessarily the lesson I want instilled in her that um, that just because you want it, you get it. And I don't think any of us want our kids to think that. Like you can want for something and you have to work for something or it has to be a reason. But just because you say, I want this, doesn't mean you get it. Because in real life and adulthood, <laughs> nothing could be further from the truth. Because I want a nicer house and I want to live on an acre and I want to make more money, but I want those things, but I don't just magically appear. Right. Because they're not just handed over to you. They're not handed to it's me. It's not that easy. Yeah. Otherwise everybody would be living all nicely and comfy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like, okay, well, you know, uh, well, my mom go to the store and she can bring me back an acre and a half of land. So it's, <laughs> you know, I'm not 
obviously it wouldn't go to that point, but um, it's kids have a, in today's time, I think they're going to have a much harder time than we did um, with entitlement and expecting things, attention span. And I don't want her to become accustomed to, I want, I want, I want, so I get, I get, I get. Yeah. Um, and it's little stuff, but it's taken a long time. Like it used to, like it started out with Hot Wheels. Mm -hmm. I would go to the grocery store. I would buy her a dollar Hot Wheel. No big deal. And then I'd go, I'd go up there and they'd have two that are really cool. So I'd bring home two. Mm -hmm. Well, I was doing that every time. And then eventually my husband started doing it. So every time he would go to the store, the same thing would happen. Mm. And then I came home one time with one car because they only had one cool one. And um, she said, two cars? And I was like, shit. Mm. And it started. Yeah. And I still do it, though. I still right. get it. Yeah. Um, we, they had these light-up squishy things at Kroger. We walked by them. I picked it up and I shook it because I thought it was, I was being funny. And I, was, I made my husband and my, my kid laugh. It was actually kind of funny. And uh, she wouldn't let it go. And I had to walk, I had, I had to go home with an $8 squishy light up thing. Mm. Oh no, it's a hundred percent me. Like I got, like he's saying no. Yeah. And I'm saying, but why not? Not in front of her, but I'm like, well, I mean, it's, it's just, this is one time. And he's like, it's not just this one time because you say it's just this one time every time. <laughs> so it is something that I'm working on. And, um, I went to Hobby Lobby yesterday and I only got her a little $2 diaper. Okay. So, it's a step. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. So, what is your plan for when you come home with nothing? What are you going to tell her and how are you going to go about that? So, <clears throat> the couple of times that I, like, in the last week or so, that I was able to, like, refrain, um, I put all the stuff away before she noticed. <laughs> no. So, okay. I did actually do that. My plan is actually to, um, uh, cause she doesn't ask for something, but she starts looking through the bags mm -hmm. and I will say, and I'll just tell her, I was like, Oh yeah, this is the food that mommy got, or this is what, you know, whatever. And then she'll kind of look around and then, you know, I just kind of, this is what we, this is what it, mommy went to the store for just this. And mommy didn't go to a toy store. Mommy went to the grocery store. Mommy didn't go to the store to buy you something. Mommy went to the store to make dinner or to whatever I did, whatever it is I'm doing, mm -hmm. right? Like I, mommy needed wood glue. So mommy had to glue these two pieces of wood together and they don't sell toys at Home Depot. So, um, <laughs> kind of trying to get her to understand that. Mm -hmm. And so far it's not necessarily working because she's not bratty, but it is, that's kind of like my plan. And then my plan is to, you know, if I do get her something, mm -hmm. then we're going to put it aside for a birthday okay. or whatever. So it's not, Hey, every time I leave, like, so I'll slowly work away from getting, from buying her stuff. But if I do, let's put it aside and her birthday is coming up. So, and that was the other thing. He was like, you're buying her stuff, just put it in the closet and then, you know, for her birthday, like you don't have to just give it to her just to give it to her. Right. It's just, a smile she gets so excited and she she doesn't always do that and she didn't always do that and now she does and like she's not expressive so when when I come across something I know that she's gonna get excited about I get excited and that's so. understandable but could you imagine like how bigger and brighter that smile is going to be whenever she finally does get something after a period of not getting something yes well so, I, the other thing that we did is we uh, chalkboard, mm -hmm. chalkboard in her little school area. Mm -hmm. And when she wants something, we make her put it on the board. Okay. Because like a year ago, she'd want something and mommy would Amazon it. Oh, so she has like a request thing yes. now. It's like nice. for her, like, like this, I'm like, okay, your birthday. And she keeps asking me for the same things or she'll ask for a new thing and have me write it on the board for yeah. her. And she'll ask me every day and every day I'm like, no not until your birthday. This is what you're getting for your birthday. So I am getting a little bit better, but it is still a habit that is going to, I'm, it's one of those habits that I'm trying to justify 
but I know it's not, it's not necessary. Right. So she doesn't need all this stuff. No. It's half the time it gets thrown in a corner. Yeah. It's money that we don't need to spend, but uh, I very often try to justify it, but I'm working on it. So okay. it's hard for me to admit that. Yeah. Hey, again, but, you recognized it. Yes. And it is something that you are working on. And that's all you can really do or ask for. Yes. Um, one of my biggest bad habits, I think, is um, my attitude and how that rubs off on my children. Because, um, I mean, with Kira, not so much. I mean, not to say that she doesn't have attitude. I mean, it does come out every now and then. She's a teenager. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I deal with more attitude from my eight-year-old than I do with my teenager, you know, like I, you know, people say, oh, you have a teenager, oh my goodness, you know, I'm like, no, I have an eight-year-old, and that bothers me more, you know, <laughs> like, not that it bothers me, but I'm just like, it's, it's, she's more challenging right now, yes. you know, I mean, and it could be worse, it, and they could be both little shits, but they're not, <laughs> you know, um, <clears throat> But um, I feel like how I go about things a lot and how I react to a lot of situations, you know, like I have recognized in myself that I am a very reactive person. And um, I feel like that has held me back a lot in my life, you know, like not just in my um, my personal life, but in my work life as well, you know, mm -hmm. um, because it's. I'm one of those people that I wear my heart on my sleeve. It's very hard for you not to be able to tell like what kind of mood I'm in just by looking at my face. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it, you can tell when something is not right. Mm -hmm. I'm not good at hiding that. And, um, I feel like, um, there are times where I have overreacted and I've done it in front of the kids and I just, one, I feel incredibly embarrassed, you know, because I'm just like, I'm a grown ass adult. Like, why am I even acting like a child right now? You know? And, you know, it's, it's scary to see your parent go through something like that. You know, it, it is. I mean, I, I remember, um, something about my mom, you know, like I just, I will always remember that she dealt with depression for, you know, like, and still does for, you know, like a very long time. And whenever it got to the point where, um, it started really becoming a problem for her, you know, like it was hard not seeing her, you know, like smile and be happy and everything. And, you know, it's like, you really wonder like what, what is going on? And, um, like, I don't want my children to feel like they have to worry about me. Yeah. You know, like that's not something that I want to, I want to have them have on their plate, you know, like yeah. they're, they're kids. They got like so many things going on anyway. I mean, it's, I don't feel like it's any different than being an adult. It's just in a totally different like manner and perspective. Yes. You know? So, I mean, they have a million things that they have to deal with on a daily basis as well. You know? Yeah. They just don't have to. So just they, kid problems are there's still things that they have to deal with. I mean, they're going through, like, they're learning things. They're going through hormones and emotional ups and downs because they're developing. It's a lot. And then I feel like you have to worry about your parent also. Yeah. But I also think that it's not always as prevalent to them as you may think. Like, kids always, kids are very perceptive. They pay attention. But I think they perceive that differently as children than they do as adults. Um, I think they're a little bit more resilient than sometimes we give them credit for, but, but you have, you're, at least you're acknowledging it. A lot of parents don't. Right. And on my bad days, like coming home and carrying that with me, you know, like I need to learn to like, let that go at the door because they have absolutely nothing to do with what happened at work today and why I had a shitty day or why I woke up and I just felt like I was on the wrong side of the bed. And, you know, like they don't have to be subject to my attitude because of that, you know, I'm very guilty of it too. So, and I think a lot of, I think a lot of parents are, but it's hard to turn that off, especially if it's personal. Like if you're going through something personal, 
And it's not like you can't check it at the door because this is the door. And it's hard to turn that off because parenting doesn't stop, right? So like work stops and you can go home. But like when it's personal, you can't leave that. So it's hard to, so give yourself a little bit of a break. Like, and, I'm just saying like, you're, I mean, it's, you know. And that's what I, you know, try and tell myself is, you know, like give yourself some grace on this because I mean, it's, um, I am actively working on working through it, you know, so, um, that's already a step more than the next person. Well, explaining, I mean, like, okay, so Ryan doesn't always understand. Like, she understands that mommy's upset. She she sees it in her face. One thing that I try to do, and I, she, I don't know if she understands me whenever I'm explaining this to her. I mean, but I, I'll tell her, mommy's not upset with you. Mommy had a bad day, and that's not your fault, and I'm sorry. Um, you know, let's go do something fun. Yeah. And that's how I kind of get myself out of it. Is, I feel like I do end up apologizing. Yeah. And like, I, and watch. I tell her that and I try to explain it to her because it's not her fault. I had a bad day at work. Mm -hmm. It's not her fault that me and daddy weren't seeing eye to eye. It's not her fault that I stubbed my toe and it hurts really bad. And I'm just being short because she wants chocolate milk while I think my toe is about to fall off. Like it's not, you know, and so it's, we're, you're definitely not alone there, I guess is yeah, what I'm trying to say. for sure. Um, but, I mean, I will say, you know, you have some very uh, grounded children. I, I would be a lot less worried about your kids <laughs> with that. I, I'm not saying you should be. I'm saying I'm not worried. Like, your kids are very well grounded, and uh, they love their mommy. So, yeah. I think, they're, I think they would be a very big support system. So... Not right. I mean, I mean, like you know. No, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying go get support from your eight year old. No. Because you had a bad day. I'm saying like right. yeah, that no. they would be your biggest cheerleaders. Because I mean, definitely when they see that I'm in those moods, I think like they they want to go like one of two ways. They want to either be like, oh, okay, like let's let's get away and like not bother her because we know that she's not in a good mood, or like my God, she's in a bad mood, you know, like, I just want to hug her and make her, like, feel like she's yes. okay, and, you know, like, they want to help. <laughs> your kids aren't scared of your bad moods, I guess is what I mean. Like, I don't know, I say that. Um, I'm not around every time you've been in a bad mood, um, but they don't strike me as, you don't strike me as, like, putting fear into them, and I had a little bit of that growing up, so I know how that feels, so that's what I'm saying. But, I don't know. I have, I feel like I had a very scary day the other day but yeah I'm, well, I'm very well, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about that yeah so. it, it happened but, but I know that you're working really hard on that and that's a good thing what else are you working on I <laughs> would like to work on patience mm, patience is uh, I know that that is a I think that's like a global parenting oh, mother yeah. problem oh yeah um the issue that I take most with my level of patience is that when I, even when I recognize that I'm having a problem with my patients, I'm still not. Doing doesn't it. make you any more patient, does it? Doesn't no, no, it doesn't help <laughs> me because I get more impatient. That now I realize I'm being impatient, and I just get frustrated. Um, I'm not. I really need to work on that, and um, it's having a special needs kid makes me feel even more of a shitty person when I don't have patience, and <laughs> that. I've never been. I wasn't one before I was a mom. I'm not one now. Uh, and it's some, I don't actually know how to work on it because, like, I recognize it. I'll be like, you are being impatient. You need to relax. I'm still not. Yeah. It doesn't help me when I recognize it. So I don't actually know how to work on that. It is something I need to start, like, I don't know, Googling or something at this point. Um, I. I have been working on trying to stop it from the get-go. Like, if I recognize it immediately, sometimes it, it helps. Yeah. But if I'm in the midst of, like, an issue and then I recognize it, then I get worse. So if I can't catch it in the beginning, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how to, to work on it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm 
if it's stress or what, but it is something that I'm trying to figure out. I just don't really know where to start. Yeah. You know, it's a tough one. I, I mean, I've tried a couple. It's funny because the few podcasts that I did try to listen to, I got impatient with. (laughs) 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 They were taking too long to get to the point. Yeah. So (laughs) I got in, I grew impatient and I realized the problem with that statement, but it didn't, I didn't go back and try again. So it is something I just don't know how to fix. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not horrible, but it's something that I do have a problem with from time to time. And I probably need to, I don't know, rein that in. Well, that was something that I was going to tell you earlier. We'll talk about later, but, um, the few people that I've been listening to Mm -hmm. on their podcast lately, I mean, there are, I don't like listen to like latest episode, latest episode, latest episode, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. in the morning I will, well, one, I have an app by one of these people. I mean, his name is Brendan Burchard mm-hmm. and he has a, a an app, it's called Growth Day. And um, I would recommend at least like starting the trial, you know, and just listening to the daily fire that he, he talks about. That he keeps it short generally. It's usually anywhere from like 15 to maybe okay. like 22, 23 minutes. So it's like perfect for me, like on the way to work because okay. it's, you know, like I started it. And you know what's funny is that like whenever um, we got back from the growth day event and I, it was like that Monday or something. And then we all had the app and we were ready to listen to it. Like I got in my car and I turned my car on and then I turned it on like the media thing. And then all of a sudden he started talking. I was like, I didn't like open it up on my phone. I didn't, you know, like I thought I was going to, you know, it was just like, it just started. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. All Um, right then. Well, see the things like, I don't resonate with every single one every single day, you know? And there are times where I feel like he does spend a lot of time talking about, you know, like all the great things on like upgrading you know, okay. because oh. you do get access to like a lot of really awesome speakers that, you know, like <clears throat> you really wouldn't have access to otherwise, you know? Um, but like sometimes I feel like it's just like the exact thing that you need to hear for the day. And that's something that I feel like you would, it, it would, would help a lot. I think so. Cause I don't, I, that habit, I have a hard time getting out of my own head. Yeah. And listening. And I don't want to say I don't listen to other people. Um, I do. Yeah. But it's more of. I feel like I it's one of those things. If like, if you start, if you start hearing like the context of the, the, the topic and it doesn't resonate with you, your mind's going to wander. Yes. But if it's something like, oh shit, it's like something I'm like feeling like right yeah, now. Yeah. Like something, something I'm like dealing that. With, like yesterday or this morning, like your mind tends to be like, eh. Hey, what? <laughs> I am a positive person, but I don't tend to have a positive outlook. Never really have. Um, I've always had the whole mentality, uh, expect the worst, but hope for the best. Um, which is nothing wrong with that, but I do tend to go a little bit more towards the negative. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of my patience issues come from. Yeah. Is because I'm just expecting the shoe to drop. So Jesus Christ, just do it already. Right. Um, like just hurry up, like band aid, rip it off. And so I can't turn my head off, mm-hmm. which won't shut up long enough for me to get my head around. You're being impatient, <clears throat> like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And but something like that, like if it's kind of short, kind of like, kind of like a message for the day type of thing yeah. or whatever, like, uh, wouldn't be, cause like I'm highly susceptible, like inspirational, like, you know, Hey, be happy, you know, like stupid stick, like stupid stickers. I will fall for that crap every time. Short term. Yeah. I need something a little bit more profound. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll last a little longer. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, wrote, gonna... I wrote that down because I'm going to. Okay, cool. Um, and I'll, I mean, like, really, it's only two people that I, that I really, like, listen to. There happens to be this, like, sex person that I listen to now. Like, very, I mean, her name is uh, Emily Morse, something like that. That. Sounds, that sounds familiar. Her podcast is called Sex with Emily. And, um. It's just like, 
it's very out there. And I have listened to a couple episodes. I've really mm -hmm. liked it. But yeah, again, it's one of those things, you know, like I look through the like the topics and I'm just like that. I, can, I feel like I can relate to that. Let me yeah. listen to it, you know, so I don't just, you know, like, oh, latest episode. Let's let's hear what they have to say, you know. Um, but yeah, I need to share a list of with uh, the people. But I think along with the impatience, something that even though I know I'm being impatient, like I could choose to still like not raise my voice. Um, I feel like I end up yelling at my children a lot and I hate that, but it's like, if you just would listen to me the fucking first time, <laughs> you know, then I wouldn't get so like hyped up about it and be like, you know, why the fuck you got to make everything so difficult? You know, like I just, these things I do not understand, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I mean, I should, because like. Honestly, like, does childhood feel like that long ago for you? It does for me, yeah. Really? Because I honestly, like, I feel like my years from, like, maybe, like, just before 10 to, like, 15, like, I feel like that wasn't that long ago. That feels like an eternity for me. Oof. But I will, okay, so, I mean, I'm, I know I'm older than you. I'm not that much older than you. No, you're not. So, um, we're like four years older than you, yeah. five, whatever. Um, I can't math. Uh, so I'm not that much older, but like, I don't know. Like I, I'm the youngest of four kids though. So they're all much older than I am. So I felt like I grew up a little faster. Like I didn't have as, I didn't have a, I almost say I didn't have a childhood. I had a childhood. That sounds really bad. Um, I was very accustomed to adult situations before I became an adult. Right. I guess. Right. I spent so much time with my parents all the time that like I some I had a hard time sometimes relating to my friends because I wasn't always just out with you know friends and I mean like whenever I was a like a kid like yeah 10, like yeah, 12, yeah yeah not yeah. high school so yeah it does feel like for me but that's it's a little different yeah but I didn't mean to interrupt you I apologize oh no I no just, no and just um damn where, where you do you retire like they don't just listen to you. Like, and then, like, you kind of, like, like, so you raise your voice, and then you oh, said, like, yeah. does, it, does it feel like childhood was that long ago? Oh, like, right, 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 right. Because I feel like I should empathize more, you know, with their situation, even though it is so completely different. It, I mean, it really is. The childhood now is so much different than it was. Like, I mean, if you just look at technology alone. But, I mean, even just, like, so, in the family situation sense, yeah. you know, like, my parents are still together, you know, like I, I didn't have to live in, you know, like two separate households. I didn't have like literally like multiple, you know, parental figures and stuff like that in my life. So um, not only do, do they have that going on and all that has to, you know, I just, I don't know. It's, um, it's it's just hard because, like, I understand the impatience of being a child, you know, because Sadie is everything about, you know, like, okay, well, you know, she if, if I want to do something, like, I want to do it now. Yes. If if I if I want something, like, I want it now. Like, I don't want to wait until tomorrow. Like, I know I have a play date planned for tomorrow, but I want one today, and yeah. I'm going to, like, cry and complain because I'm not getting my way. You know, like, it just... I understand that because I was that child too. I totally get that. But I mean, it does not make it any more easy for me to deal with as a parent, you know, like did your I, parents yell. Yeah. So, so did mine. Mine yelled and, uh, it got to the point though, like they would yell and like, it was like, Oh God, how do we keep them from yelling? Um, and I think that just, I don't think yelling is bad, but I was just curious because, like, I mean, I mean, it wasn't like all the time. I have a hard time seeing that come out I of your mom. I don't think. I have a hard time seeing your mom yell. She's just so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but so are you, though. So it's like, nah. I, I like, you are. No, no, I know. There's okay. a lot of voice that comes out of that thing. I'm just saying. Wow. Um. <laughs> no, I mean, like, you have, like, no, you, I know. You, like, resonate. Like, you have, like, <laughs> And it's not that, like, I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. I'm, no, no, I don't I'm, I'm that. raising my voice, you know? Like, if I'm, like, 
screaming at them, we know shit has hit the fan. They know that they have fucked up. Okay, like if my voice gets any louder than how I am talking right now, which sorry if that's like kind of loud in your speaker <laughs> or whatever shit, you know, but I'm like, if I have to scream at you, like we we really got a problem. So they, do they keep pushing whenever you get that loud? Nah, I think they've learned. I think they've learned for the most part, but I mean, not to say that every once in a while, you know, like shit like that happens. I can only be pushed so far. Well, that's the thing. Like, so yeah, like, I mean, so I think that sometimes there's a healthy level of fear Mm. that parents should have with their kids. I know that's how it's fear of consequences. I'm not saying like you should never fear your parent, but you should fear the consequences that your parents are going to pass down. Because ultimately, what are you going to, what are you trying to do when you parent? You're trying to prepare a person to become a member of society, like a good member of society. And there are consequences in real life. And so if that right now is mommy yells, well, I am not saying you should keep doing it. I'm just right. saying like, I don't think it's, I don't, I get it. I can't yell. So, but I can't yell cause it's just, it freaks her out and hurts her ears. And it's so we count. I can't believe the counting thing still kind of works. Though. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. She, I literally, I tried it one day, just random. I'm like, I'm going to count. And then she kind of stared at me. I was like five. And then she like hauled ass to me. And I'm like, I don't even know what I would have done if I would have got to one. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I had no plan. How many of y'all know what happens when you get to one? I don't know. I don't even think my parents counted. I think I was too scared. I think my dad did it one time. And I was like, ah, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Like, I, I would never hit her or anything. I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I would discipline her if I got to one. I think I know what happens when we get to one. <laughs> 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 And I can't believe that it still works with Kira. I mean, Sadie, I think she doesn't, um, I don't know. I think the ones are very different between the children. Yes. Yeah. But I start, she knows that I'm like being serious, but I'm just like, Kira, like, all right, one. Like, then she starts going. It's usually me trying to get her out of my room or out of my bed, you know, and she's just like not, not listening. But, um. When I get to, when I get to three though, like I'll start like hauling ass towards them and then they run off. So you, okay. So, okay. So I start at five and go down. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Cause I, my parents didn't count. I didn't, I don't know the protocol. So I, <laughs> I, don't know the order I, I wasn't given the handbook, so I don't know. You weren't um, given the handbook? No, no. Where the fuck? I didn't get a handbook. I didn't even, I didn't even think to count until recently. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, the, counting is new. It's a paperweight. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Counting started for me like two months ago. Like we, I never yeah. thought about it. And it was, it was so, it was something silly. It, she wasn't in trouble, but I was trying to get her to eat. That's what it was. Yeah. Just trying to get her to eat. I was like, Ryan, if you don't take a bite, I was like five, but she shoved the stuff in her mouth. And it was, it was, how did that work? Yeah. How does she know? That there's just like anything something that's like gonna... naturally like threaded in there. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't explain it. I didn't say if I get to one, this is going to happen. Cause I don't know what I would do. What I don't the, know. I think it's part of like natural child, uh, I, parenthood. Magic. I guess. So, well, and well, so he started doing it too. He's like, it fucking works. I was like, I know. I don't even know why. I know. Cause but we don't great. The now closest, like, I think the closest I ever got to was three. Cause usually it, cause like also do I need to count? And that's all I say. I don't have to count. I just have to threaten to count. <laughs> I'm like, Ryan, am I going to have to count? And then she'll just haul ass. And then sometimes she'll kind of stare at me like, I don't know, you may have to because I really want to do what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And so I'm like, five? Mm-hmm. And she'll stare at me and I'll say four. And then she hauls ass. And then she'll come over and she'll go, mommy, five, four. I'm like, yeah, I got to four. And then so she just went and she won't do it again. At least in the interim. But it's... Yeah, I don't know why. If anybody out there knows, for the love of God, please email me because I'm very into why this works. I don't, especially if you've never gotten to one and you've never told them what's going to happen when they get to one. Because what is it about? Is it the like, or how awkward was one when you got to it and you didn't know what to do? 
Yes. Oh yeah. Tell me. Yeah. And what do you do? What do you do when you get to one? So I know what to do. Cause I don't know what to do. Like I'm the only thing I can think of is I'm a sticker in her high chair. Cause she hates her high chair. That's <laughs> the only reason why we keep it. So it's a threat of timeout. The, <laughs> the ones vary between the children. Yeah. You know, um, cause Sadie has gotten two, three and now it's a point where I have made it um, kind of like a, a recreation from Coraline. I don't know if you've ever seen Coraline. I have not. Um, but do you even like know the premise? No. No? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so basically um, this girl moves into a new house with her, her parents. They're like writers of like gardening and stuff like that. And, you know, she's, like, in this, like, most basic house with the basic, you know, whatever. And um, she finds a doorway to, like, this really cool, like, other world. It's, like, the same house, but it's, like, it's all done up. And, you know, it's, like, and she has other parents, okay? So she has an other mother, okay, Mm. on this other side. And so this other mother is actually this, um, like, witch spider woman evil whatever and like her whole thing is just like collecting kids okay oh shit yeah okay so there's a point where um she like starts out as like the nice mother and um i mean she already knows that it's like the bad mom now but she's counting down and she's turning into like the creepy like spider one and whenever she gets to three she takes her like pinchy little fingers and she grabs her nose and she's like you're coming with me and starts dragging her by your nose i don't do that to sadie's nose yeah but i i grab her ear i don't like pull hard but i'm just like i kind of like you know like pinch her a little yes. bit and i'm just like goodness me you're coming this way yeah it's only happened maybe you know like once or twice but i'm just like yeah see like i don't, don't fucking push me like i started at five i probably should have started at three and count because like count down right so i should probably should have started at well now you're giving yourself more time to think about what you're gonna do when you get to one true <laughs> well luckily i've only got to i've only had to do three and i only had to do three because it took her that long to get to me from four to three yeah because like she was coming but yeah. she wasn't quite there so i had I was like you know what no no, no. it's not the act of like it, she needs to be right here when, by yeah. the time i count um but yeah we still don't know what we still don't know why it works it fucking works though so whatever um feedback learning yeah. learning yeah process but so that's that's the only that's the only reason why we don't yell because like your car drives by if we're outside she covers her ears when we go to the grocery store we pull out the carts right the, the loud not like she hides in the corner covers yeah her me ear. yelling at my kids does not cause them physical pain yeah so it she doesn't um she also doesn't understand like causes her anxiety as well so like when people are arguing, like we were at my parents' house and they kind of got into it. It wasn't bad. It wasn't anything bad, but they did get into it a little bit and they were kind of yelling at each other and it, it upsets Ryan. Yeah. And it's not like, it's an emotional thing. No, she's autistic. It's a thing. It's a, it's a thing that messes with her. You have to be careful. So I will tell you what, <laughs> that'll teach you not to yell though. <laughs> Cause you do it a couple of times, make your kid feel like shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. that's painful. Yeah. That, that hurt. Um, yeah. so yeah, we have to be careful. Um, but yeah. So, um, you yell and I say things inappropriate, so. I mean, I feel like we all say some inappropriate things around our children sometimes, but. Well, I, so, like, okay, so, I mean, there's no secret that I, I have a little bit of a potty mouth and. No. I dealt with that a little bit. I know, right? And I swear to God, the, the more I try to not be the worse it gets the worse it gets but i'm gonna go ahead and say the better i get at using that's word. I, I, I get i get more creative the more i try not to use them i get more creative on how to use them um so i dealt with that for a while and i was like this is a bad and i, I should be careful i should pay I, I should do better like it's not a good thing and then i started to think about it and you know what i actually don't care um i will always care in front of other people's kids that's never going to change. It's they're not my children. If if she's going to hear it, I want her to hear it from me. If she's going to use them, she's going to use them appropriate like I do, but she will also know if she ever does talk, she will also know that there is always an appropriate place and an inappropriate place. And I do know the difference. And yes, I there are places that I will not use bad language. 
uh, work is not one of them because then I would be weird because then I would be the only one not using an appropriate way to work. I have a cool job like that. But um, the biggest thing I had, like one thing I would like to break is that we sometimes tend to forget that because she can't talk, um, that she can't hear. So uh, I know that sounds like a very odd concept, but uh, if you have a nonverbal child, you'd catch on. Uh, everybody does it around her. It's not just us. Uh, people tend to talk about her as if she's not there or as if she can't hear just because she can't talk. So we tend to have conversations about her therapy or the doctor's appointments or the things that we talk to the doctors about as if she's not standing right there. And I don't like that because I don't know how that makes her feel. And yeah. she can't tell me. So I don't know if it's like, hey, don't please don't talk about me as if I'm not here. Or if it makes her feel like lonely or alone, you know, I mean, she's, she's not void of emotion. She just doesn't express them very well. Right. So, and that's kind of like my biggest concern is I don't ever want her to feel alone. And I can imagine that's probably a hard thing to not feel when you can understand everybody and, and nobody can understand you got to be a lonely existence and so like she does she has started getting very frustrated when we don't understand what she's trying to say and the only thing I can do at that point is apologize to her and try to calm her down and try very 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 hard to figure out what she's trying to say mm -hmm. um, I can't imagine being in a room full of people begging screaming crying trying to communicate and everybody just wants to be like I, I don't I'm sorry I don't understand so I don't want her to feel that way. And so I'm trying to not act as if she's not in the room when I'm talking about her. Yeah. Because it's just one more thing that she may feel alienated by or something. And, you know, we're not going to be around forever. She's going to have to be able to operate somehow in society. Yeah. Um, I also understand that, you know, she's super sensitive. I'm trying to be, I'm trying not to play into every sensitivity. And I know as, as negative as that may sound, uh, life is going to be very tough. Yeah. And I don't want her to be disappointed in us, but I do need her to understand that disappointment is inevitable. And again, that sounds really dark. Um, no, but disappointment happens in life. It, and it like, what, yeah. what are you going to do when that happens? You if, know, like if everybody's constantly trying not to disappoint you, if everybody's trying to constantly not, you know, be mean to you because you're sensitive when it does happen, how do you handle those emotions? Right especially if you're an adult because you're going to revert back to a child because you don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. You weren't given the um, tools of the opportunities. Exactly. To so grow. while I am not trying to be the one that disappoints her, I'm trying to, I want to be there when she's disappointed. Yeah. Um, so I can help her work through it. Uh, so she can build those tools, but I do really want to start working on like making sure that I'm watching some things that are inappropriate for her to hear. Mm -hmm. Um, in my opinion, cuss words are not inappropriate. She's going to watch that. She can watch that on YouTube, Netflix, any TV show anymore. Um, but they, it, you know, saying negative things about her dad, which I, I don't do that in front of her. Um, but that's, I'm just throwing out an example. Like one time I was like, daddy's being a butthead and I was joking and he was sitting right there. And then I thought about it and I'm like, maybe not that. Okay, we want to say Papa's being a put even then. Like I just, you know, something like that, like kind of goofy. Uh, I want to be very careful about saying that about her dad. Yeah. Whatever, because it's not from me. She wants if she wants to think it, she can think it. <laughs> yeah. But so I, it's, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta work on that. That's a bad habit. Yeah. Gotcha. So, and I know how I'm gonna do it. Like that's that's the easiest bad habit it is for me. Buying her shit is harder to break than the inappropriate conversation it's just she smiles really that face that smile on that face with those goofy teeth that they're not goofy she's got two missing it's funny it's kind of they're not growing yes. in right but she's got, she's got these big old buck teeth because she's little just like i did and then she's a little space and these little teeth and there's just little it's just so cute oh my god i just want to eat it up so if, it, if i have to buy her a five dollar stuffed animal i'll do it see that that's i need to work on that <laughs> Do you hear what I just said? Set I just boundaries it. for yourself. God, I just justified it again. So I, it is. I'm gonna do it. I promise. 
I'm sure there are other ways that you could find to make her happy and smile. I there are. I yeah. I do this really funny voice that I'm not doing on here. First of all, it's loud and it hurts my throat. I I swear to God, she made me do it like 15 times last night, and it was the toothbrush is running away because she takes her play toothbrush and she makes it run. I don't. But I do this really funny voice, and I continue to do it over and over and over again, even when my throat hurts because of that smile. <laughs> but when I'm out and about and I see something that'll make her smile, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to eat the little face off. Hmm. It's my kid. No, I get it. So sweet. Hmm. I miss your kids. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll, I'll I'll still get sweet moments from from my children. Like Kara, the other day, she <laughs> she, she she definitely pulled a me. Because there are times where, like, I will look at her and I just see her baby face. And I just see her as her little self and it just, oh my god, my heart, you know? And I'll just look at her and I will just start crying because I'm just like, oh, I just miss my she's, baby. She's so, she's so cute. Like, I know she's not, I know she's growing. She's so cute, but she's so beautiful at the same time. And like, so like the last time I was over here and they did their little fashion show. Melt my heart. I'm just, they were, she, so Sadie was so into it. And like, you could tell like at one point, Karen's like, okay, like seriously, but Sadie was so happy. And like the two of them doing it together. And like, that's, that's really cool. Cause like sometimes with that age gap, you don't quite know what's going to happen. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, you never, you, there's no telling ever. You get two personalities. It doesn't matter. And I know they probably don't get along all that often. I it's, see it a lot. But... It's, it's rare, but, um, when it happens, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And I, I do like that. Um, yeah, I wish I was closer to my siblings cause I'm definitely not. Um, it's the age gap for us. It's harder. I was sitting there on the couch and then she came up next to me and like, she was like staring at me and I'm just like, Hey, you know, and like she started poking me and I don't like poking. Okay. Like I just, she poked me in the face and I slapped her on the leg. I was like, stop, you know? And then she, uh, she poked me somewhere else and I smacked her in the arm. I was like, stop, you know, I'm like, quit it. And then so like, and then I look over at her and she's like looking at me and then she, she's got tears like streaming down her face. I was like, oh, what happened? What I'm sorry, what happened? You know, and she was just like, I just love you so much. And I was like, what? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. This is my almost 15 year old guys. Like she. She said that, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And she, she, she could not control her tears. I was like, "You're pulling on me right now." Oh my god. Ah. Um, but yeah, it was so sweet, and um, I get those occasionally, and I treasure them. I do. I was in the kitchen, and Ryan just comes running in the kitchen, and I was I'm trying to cook dinner or whatever. And she just runs in. She just gives me a huge hug, and I was like, "Ryan doesn't." I mean, she's seven, almost eight. She that right she comes running in she just gives me i mean she her hugs i'm telling you right now she's best hugs every time she gives a hug to anybody even without knowing they will say oh my god she gives the best hugs i'm like i know right um which apparently is rare for an autistic child so whatever um <laughs> she's special in a good way uh anyway so she uh so she kind of i'm like did you just come in here and give me a hug because you wanted to and then, but jay just been in the, in the living room with her i was like did daddy tell you to come give me a hug? She didn't lie. She didn't yeah. know how to lie. Like, unless it's something that she wants. Like, she doesn't get it. Thank God. Um, definitely not going to teach her that one. If I can help it. We're going to avoid that one as long as possible. But anyway, so. Because she will. She just flat out. I mean, the only time she lies is whenever you tell her. Like, you ask her, do you need diaper change? Mm-hmm. Or did you finish your food? That's backwards. <laughs> got it <laughs> so but yeah that's we're that's so sweet yeah it was um 
one other thing I would really like to work on more, and I think that most parents can relate to this, is follow through on the things that we say we're going to do. It is very tough because um, I feel like we need to think about what we're saying more, you know, because I feel like I have made a lot of, you know, like verbal promises without making them promises and, you know, like said we're going to do something and didn't, you know, end up doing the thing or I I said something like, um, okay, well, like if you do, if you keep this up, you know, like I'm going to do this or, you know, just and I either like forget the thing or I don't follow through on the thing. And, um, I feel like consistency is such a big thing, um, that you need to have with children is because once they figure out that, you know, like, Hey, you're not going to do anything if you, you know, threaten them with something, yeah. you know, like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, I can still do the thing. Cause you know, like mommy uh, never does anything. Yeah. Whenever. She says she will, but she won't. Yeah. And so I'm guilty. I've been trying to get Sadie to see it as, okay, like, do you want to do things the easy way or the hard way? Hard way being you still pitch a fit, I still yell, we all get upset, and you still end up doing the thing that I told you to do anyway. So, like, how do you want to go about it? Do you want to, you know, just, like, get through it so you can move on to the next thing that you want to do? Or do you want to have a 30-minute meltdown session and, you know, it just... That's actually, <laughs> that's actually a good way to approach it. Because uh, we always, because I approach it as, do you, mommy wins. Like, you know that this is what's going to happen. Mommy wins. This is the name of the game. And then I inadvertently basically tell her that she never wins because mommy wins. And then I feel bad. And then I'm like, okay. And then I don't follow through. So I like your approach way better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to implement that. That's a good approach. I mean, because I've also thought about, you know, the that's why I got a timer, you know, I was yeah. like, Hey, you know, like when you have this much time and if you cannot do it within this much time, then there is going to be consequences because like, I know that you're, you're not, you're not doing the thing with the intention of doing the thing. I mean, like you're doing it because I tell you to do it, but then you're also getting distracted. You're playing, you know, like if you're complaining that you don't want to shower, which is almost daily, you know, like, if you're complaining that you don't want to take a shower, then, okay, I understand that you don't want to, but you're going to have to anyway, okay? If you don't want to spend the time in there, just go in there, turn the tub on, get yourself wet, get, get, get yourself soaked up, rinse off, and get out. Get like, out. that literally should take you less than five minutes to do. Mm -hmm. But anytime I have told you, like, hey, you have 15 minutes to get in and out and get your teeth brushed and everything like that, it's just like oh, well, like, I got distracted and I was playing and, you know, like, I'm just like, oh, but I thought you didn't want to do this. I thought you didn't want to do this, you know? So, like, and I, like, go back and forth with myself on this sometimes because, like, I want to, I want to give her bedtime stories and I want to give her, you know, like, bedtime, like, yes. attention and love mm -hmm. and stuff, you know? But I'm just like, you spent 20 extra minutes in the bathroom and you should have been in bed, like, 30 minutes ago. You know, like, no, I'm not reading you a story night. Like, it's just like, no. Do I give in sometimes? Yeah. Well, that's okay, because those are, those are happy surprises. Yeah, but also, like, I need to figure out another way for... I mean, I don't like it when she's upset. I don't like her going to bed upset. Absolutely. You know, like, and I don't also don't like her waking up upset either you know but that's a different approach but i don't know i just um we fought so much with bath time with brian so because we still have to give her baths right like yeah. she, she can kind of do most of it herself but like i i can't trust her to get in and out of the tub by herself and she she slides around the bath she just tries to swim in the bathtub still yeah and like she gets so close to like smacking her head in the faucet and i'm like okay so you basically and i gotta wash her hair for because she won't do it so it's just like bath time turns into an hour adventure. Yeah. And it's not fun and it hurts my back and it hurt. It's uncomfortable. I'm like I'm too old for this shit. Um, and he mentioned, let's have another kid. Oh, what? <laughs> this was a while back, but anyways, so it, we had to, we had to find a way to make it fun for her. Mm -hmm. And the only drawback to that was now it's harder to get her out of the tub. 
but it's not hard to get her in it. So we had to find the right toy or yeah. the right incentive or whatever. And now she asks me, she'll be like, Beth? I'm like, oh, thank God, because I totally forgot. Like, Because so, <laughs> I still have to give them to her. So, I mean, it's sometimes just finding the right incentive. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what her incentive would be. It's She wants to do something other than take a bath. I or, mean, it's... <laughs> It's like, oh, I want playtime. Oh, but, you know, like, I want I want Kira to play with me. Gotcha. Or, you know, yeah. And one thing that I have kind of slacked off, like, recently, like, this, you know, past week or two, but I was doing really well with coming home and, like, putting my phone away mm-hmm. and just, like, being here with the kids and spending time with them because I feel like I was just dismissing that so much you know just getting lost in phone things me too you know i have that problem so um i have that bad habit yeah see Mm -hmm. i mean we can go all day long about bad habits i mean just it's um (laughs) something how much time do you have yeah right um but i think it's just so did that work it, it definitely helped yeah, it definitely helped. I think it's been um, kind of harder for me, like, recently because I have been using my phone for, like, I mean, not to say that I couldn't, you know, just, like, use it selectively for what, what I need it for, like, recipes or mm-hmm. listening to music while I'm cooking, you know? Like, I don't like listening to TV blare stuff, you know? So, um, but just like sitting there on the couch and while my kids are like around me, like doing stuff and I'm just like, you know, like scrolling on my phone. Like I don't really do that anymore. Yeah. So, well, I'm bad about that. Well, I try not to anymore, but I will say half, half of what I do, little miss thing pops her head around. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And so it has turned into more like I do word games and yeah. me and Ryan sit there and we talk, we talk words and do definitions. And, uh, I played like, it's called wordscapes and it's just like a mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, she wants to play. But she, it, these are words that she doesn't, half the words I'm like, I just, I just learned. Yeah. So I don't expect her to know, but uh, she actually knows quite a bit of them. But anyway, so like, I'm finding myself doing more stuff like that and like, we'll do it together. Yeah. And then it turns into, she wants my phone. And I'm like, just go get your tablet. We'll get her tablet and then we'll do something together on her tablet. Yeah. ABC mouse, something like that. Um, I was just curious because you had told me that you were doing that. I was wondering how that was going. So. Oh, yeah. Well. It helps you follow through though, right? It does. When you do it? Yeah, when I do it. <laughs> when I follow through, it helps me follow through with the kids. Huh? Funny how that works. Uh, <laughs> I inadvertently but, set you up for that one. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I didn't mean <laughs> But, I mean, we all have our things, and I think a lot of our problems are not, you know, just unique to our ourselves, you know? Like, I feel like these are big general problems that a lot of parents deal with, and I feel that saying them out loud in front of somebody else mm-hmm. kind of gives you accountability. Yeah. Cause you can deny it to yourself. It's very easy to have deniability on yourself, but yeah. when you acknowledge it to somebody else, yeah, then you have now acknowledged it to somebody else. So your excuses now become minimal. Other people are aware. It's real. Yeah. It's, um, it, so it's, I think it, it gives you sometimes the little push. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to talk about buying shit. There you go. Because, you know, well, my husband can tell me all day not to buy stuff. And I'm like, fuck up my money. So not that I'm not, I'm not saying like, all. Oh, I'm just saying like, you know, well, it's like you do with what you do, what you want with your money. I'm going to do what I want with my money. All right. <laughs> it's not like I'm buying shoes for myself. I'm kind of over spoiling a child. So it's, yeah, he does. Yeah. Have a, he has a right to have a say. <laughs> no more excuses. Right. So, well, but, yeah. So I hope y'all enjoyed know, our bad habits. Right. Tell us about your bad habits. What are you yeah. struggling with as a parent? What are you dealing with? Is it, you know, following through on the things that you're telling your kids or yourself for that matter? Yeah. Is it uh, losing your patience? Any of that. And don't, uh, just because you have a bad habit doesn't make you a bad person. Don't beat no. yourself up about bad habits. That is definitely something I had to learn is that She'll I definitely never fix them. Though. I am not my emotions. Ooh. I I am not my emotions. My emotions do not, you know, define who I am. It's 
what you that was a very hard one for me yeah that that is something i have spent a long time working on I mean, there's a lot of stuff i've been working on that i just kind of internalizing and yeah um i think i think that's parenting though like, you never think to like do better when you're not a parent but when you have a child that's going to learn from you and take those habits or bad habits or good habits or learn. If anything, it should be the greatest motivation on the planet. Yeah, you start to really kind of recognize, oh, shit, like, mm -hmm. this, a, a human being can learn this from me, and this is, okay, I'm going to start thinking about the decisions I make. Yeah. And uh, huh, low-key parenting makes you a better person. Oh. Just kidding. To people that know people Gift that have whatever. definitely gets you <clears throat> motivated. Li lots of life lessons. Yeah. So, but yeah, and if as always, y'all have any ideas, comments, stories, I love, I love really cool like mom stories or like funny stories. Um, send them. Yeah, I love to read them. I love to. It's like my guilty pleasure. Uh, <laughs> man, I, they they're so good, and there's some of them are so funny. Right. Um, but yeah, it's relatable. We would love to read some of your stories. Yep. Let's do it. Okay. So, I think we all know how to contact us by now. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> social media is an email. And stuff yeah, social media, like. email. Um, if if not, uh, you can go to a previous episode, listen to that, because that would be cool. <laughs> and at the end of it, uh, it'll uh, be there too. Yeah. So, so share stuff. Yeah, okay. share stuff. Till next time. Bye. Bye.